It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artist and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Jaime Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, Sean Van Vliet of Empires in an interview recorded for Illinois Entertainer. Here's how that sounds. Jaime Black backstage at the Hideout Block Party and Onion AV Fest, and I'm here with Sean Van Vliet from Empires. Man, how are you doing? Doing great, man. It's good to catch up with you, man. It's been a minute since, uh, like, I saw you guys for a second at South By, but I don't know. It's been a while since you and I have chatted, man, so I'm glad we are able to catch up here. Yeah, we're a little older now, huh? A little older, but, you know, still looking good. (laughs) Um, There's a lot going on with Empires I want to touch on, but just kind of starting with one of, I think, the coolest things I've seen with you guys. You guys got to play Letterman earlier this year, right? Like, how was that? That was good. That was, um, well, you know, Letterman's a show that, you know, you grow up watching, and then... Uh, when you're touring, you get into your hotel and normally about the time when the band's playing. So uh, it was, you know, the experience itself was something that happened very fast. It was like a <laughs> complete blur. Um, it was one of those things that was surreal the whole day. You get there very early in the morning. And then uh, it's just a blur. You play, and it's really quick because you step on stage, and, and Paul Schaefer and company is playing. So it's like you step onto a party. So it takes all your nerves away. And then you're told to play, and then you play. And then you get off, and you're like, wait, what just happened? And uh, <laughs> I just blacked out. Yeah, yeah. So it, that's exactly what that, what, that, that was what it was like for, for me, and I think for the rest of the guys. And then the night, that night we went to a bar near Tom's apartment in Brooklyn, and that's where it sort of hit us. Cause, you know, we had a few beers, a lot of beers, you know. It was, it was, a, it was a reason to celebrate for us. So, we, you know, we were pretty, pretty in the bag, and then we asked the bartender at this sort of a dive bar, um, we asked him, he had a TV, we were like, hey, can you, can you put on Letterman, you know, 12, 25, whatever it was, and he did. And uh, he lowered the volume uh, on, the, uh, on the radio, whatever, or whatever he was playing, the, I think he actually was playing the radio. He lowered the volume, and he put the TV volume up, and we start playing. And it was very strange, and that's when it hit me. I'm like, wow, we did this today. And the people that are sitting at the bar, there's like 15 of them like 15 people or so, and they all start getting up and they're looking at us and they're looking at the TV and they're like, oh, oh shit. And, uh, and the coolest moment for me is right when it ended, I look at the bar and there are shots lined up on the bar and it was one of the, one of the, the girls and uh, was, uh, there was a couple there that just bought shots for us and that was like the moment like, hey, we did this, it's rad, hell yeah, celebrate, get more drunk. You know? That's pretty crazy, man. That's a legitimate, genuine rock star moment you know what I mean the age of the internet I think has like softened a lot of like major accomplishments or kind of taken some of them away or altered them but playing Letterman is still I would imagine playing Letterman it was uh, I think one of one of our best moments so far yeah because you know you, you grow, I mean it's been around for as long as we've been alive so right. and it's his last year so it came it came together it was funny we we got offered to play it and then a week later he announced his retirement and just the way things have gone with us, I'm like, oh, well, I, it, I bet that we get booted. <laughs> but uh, no, they stuck to it, and we yeah. played, and it was rad. How has 2014 been for Empires? Because I've seen a lot of things happening for you guys, and I read a statement on your website uh, that you guys wrote earlier in the year talking about being very creatively charged as you enter the year. So, so how has this year treated you guys coming from that place where you started out in a really strong point? Well... It's, it hasn't really diminished yet. I mean, we did hit the road right away. So we were, you know, off the high of doing a record. We had the record down with John Congleton in Dallas, and we felt pretty pretty damn good about it. So we, uh, we just hit the road right away, I think, in February. And just, I think we've been pretty nonstop other than August. 
We took a break. Um, but it's good. It's, the record has fueled us. And I'm not really sure. I, I know that we've, as a band, we, we get along better than we ever have before. We're, maybe it's just because we're older. We know how we, we work. And creatively, we're, we're, I mean, I was actually looking at this today. We're 20 demos into what's next. So it's, it's, uh, it's an inspiring time. And I think it'd be a mistake to sort of uh, not be working right now. Uh, off the fuel of the inspiration of, of where we've been and what's going on. What do you credit that, you know, like, like what do you think is the cause of just that kind of spark that happened with the band this year? Because I know the last record was in 2012, Garage Hymns, and, and like, you know, I, I say this with no offense, I didn't see as much kind of activity surrounding that, I feel like, and then this year, it feels like empires, 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 well, empires. I think, I, you know, I think the material has, you know, kind of lit, lit our brains on fire. Um, it's, I, I think it's the most confident we've been with what we're doing, and it's the most refreshing. It's a step in another direction, but uh, it's just, it's one of those things that just doesn't even, it feels natural too. You know, it feels like, it feels right, you know, like proper. We're, we're taking the evolution that we sort of should be taking. Everything just feels good. You know, man, it's so funny you said confident. I'm going to show you this on my phone where I always have my notes for these interviews. Literally, I had the word confident written down in regards to the album, you know? You know we also talk about it. I mean, we were sort of surprised because our whole career, you know, starting in 2007, it's sort of we've been shrugging, like, wondering where we're going. And I'm not saying that we weren't when we were doing demos for this, but it just felt like instead of wondering where we're going, we kind of know where we're going. And we're not even, we used to think, I think in earlier records, we, the question would come up in my brain, like, what are other people going to think? That has, I won't say stopped because I'd be lying to you, but I think it's significantly diminished. Yeah. And it's more about just kind of getting into the guts of the songs we're doing. And I don't know, man, everything just feels good. Well, I think when you take a lot of the concern about how things are going to be received, what the perception's going to be, what the reception's going to be, like, are, are people going to like this? Is it going to hit the blogs right? Are we going to get written up? Once you stop worrying about that a lot, of, a lot about a lot of that stuff, yeah, that'll I, I feel like crazy. it's freeing. It's, that, that'll make, that, that reminds me of that Shawshank Redemption, hope will drive a man insane, Morgan Freeman says that, and that, I think that, that applies to anything you do in the arts. So when you start hoping that blogs will pick up or when you start hoping that radio, like, and, and I'm not saying we don't, because you do, because your career, but the less you think about all that stuff and the more you kind of focus on what you're doing artistically, and, you, and the more you understand that it's not actually just about right now, because these days, the music industry is, it's open. Like, it, you, there are people that are starting in the, Charles Bradley started in the 60s, so there's not like a necessarily a rush. There's only a, there's only a focus to like be really good. And I think that's kind of, I think that's where we're at right now. We just want to, tap into the, to the greatest, you know, art we have in, in us, you know? You know, how do you, that's an interesting question, how do you view the industry right now? Because, you know, you could, I think it's 50-50, it's you could easily, you know, and you being, any, you know, any artist could view it from the like, you know, things are doomed, there's, you know, illegal downloading, there's streaming, not paying artists, things are bleak, 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 or you can be like, oh my God, it's easier than ever yeah, to get your music we out. We would have had a chance back in the day. Like, we've had a, I really don't think so. Now, I mean, when we put out our first record, it, you know, we, uh, we put it up, and that was like a collection of demos, essentially, that we made a record, and, and we put it out. We just put it out for free. You know, it's a Radiohead did, right? And around that time yeah. within Rainbow, so we did that. That was Howl, right? That was Howl. Yeah. And that sort of just 
we would never have been able to do that back in the day. There wasn't this omnipresent thing, the internet, you know? And uh, it's, I, I look at it, I really do look at it as very optimistic. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked, I'm glad that things aren't the way they used to be. You're not really beholden to anybody, system, any system, you know? It's less gatekeepers this way, so. There are definitely less gatekeepers. Uh, you know, even though we did, we signed on with a, with a label, and, but I think our label is really knowledgeable of that too, and sort of give us the freedom to grow and be artists, which they don't, they don't necessarily do anymore, but they never really did. It's like you had to come out with a hit or come out, you know? Well, I think one of the things that Empires has always had on their side is that you guys are a very DIY operation. A lot of people talk about DIY, but you guys, I know, you know, Max is always doing the recording. Yeah. Um, I think it's, is Tom doing the, the graphics? Tom does all the artwork for yeah. everything, yep. And then you guys, you know, like you said, you have this history of putting the music up online. So you guys are very much this in-house production outfit. Like, you could, you could quit being rock stars and you could just go, like, you know, do the, the design and production yeah, work right almost. Other bands, right? right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like, so you guys have always had that advantage where you're not beholden to waiting on a label to be like, oh, we don't have the artwork. We got to call them and call them. We got to go wait for the studio to be ready. Like, you guys have always been yeah, able to we, do it yourself. It would go insane if that was the case. We'd lose our minds. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's why I say it's very, I think the times are fortunate. Yeah, you're not making as much money, but it's blue collar. It's for workers. You know, you, you have to get out on the road and you have to play a bunch of shows. And there's ways to, there's a lot of ways to make a living if you're good. Right. You know, and that's the, that's the secret. That's the... That's the goal, right? Yeah. Now, how was the road this year? Because I know that you guys have spent a lot of time on the road um, in advance of the new record and then in support of the EP. How good does it feel? The road's been, it's been pretty fantastic. We, we started uh, our South by Southwest run, and we've been pretty much playing 95% new songs. So that's good for us. I know it's, it sounds like it could be a little selfish, but people are reacting. Even without having the music, they're reacting. And we started that right away. Went down to South By, we played festivals, we did Hangout Music Festival, and then we hit the road with Margo and the Nuclear So-and-Sos, and that was one of my favorite tours we've done. And then we did other festivals, Bonnaroo, uh, you know, we did Letterman, and then we came back and went on the road with Chain Gang in 1974, another fantastic band. So as, as far as support tours go, it's been great. And I, I love doing that because you, you, you have a chance to play it for people that don't know who you are, and are, you don't have any expectations other than they don't expect you to be good. So it's... Uh, <laughs> And that's just how it is, and, and that's exciting for me, and we're about to head west again. This is our third time playing out west uh, with uh, Augustines, which they're a great band. We've been lucky this year. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not surprised the audience is reacting well to the new music. I mean, I've been able to listen to the album for about a week, got it from your publicist. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, it's, I really fell in love with it. I'm not saying that because I'm sitting with you, but, you know, like I said, I had it written down. It's a really confident record. It, it, to me, as a long-time listener, you know, of, of the group, it sounds like you guys more than ever, like, are very definitive and declarative of, like, this is what Empires is, this is what it sounds like. So, like, what was the mood like in the writing and recording of the album where, you know, like, did it start out where you guys are like, I think we nailed it, or, or was there kind of, like, a day where you're like, you know what, man, I think that this is really kind of next level? Okay, so the writing... I will say that this didn't start out necessarily so confident because we just did, we released Garage Hymns in 2012 and then we went and played Lollapalooza. Um, and it was right after that, I wasn't sure, you know, as a songwriter, I wasn't sure wh where we were going. You know, uh, I, I, no, I, think, I don't think anybody was. So I kind of holed up and started doing demos that I didn't necessarily think were for empires. I wasn't sure at the moment. And I remember I did the song Orphan, which became the overall theme for the record and the title of the record. I did that song in the demo I showed Max in the van. I think it was in 
it was in Michigan or something. And I showed it to him. It's like, hey, check out this pop song I did. And I didn't expect the reaction. He's like, we need to do this. And I'm like, wow, does everyone else feel this way? And everyone li listened like, yeah, this is where we need to go. But I thought it was so wildly different. So I, was, I wasn't necessarily confident empires-wise in the very beginning. But once the guys sort of rallied around and I started writing more demos and the guys started getting their hands in the demos, that's when uh, you know, we started doing stuff the way we normally do it in Max's basement studio. And things started sounding really good. Like we'd play for friends and friends would be like, wait, this is Empires? This is, I love this, this is my new favorite song. This, yeah. you know, and we had, and we just started to, maybe we were reflecting people that were listening, uh, reflecting their excitement and enthusiasm. Because when you're recruiting something, you really don't know until you get out of the box. Um, and then it just, yeah, you're right. There was this moment where it was really confident. Every producer we showed the music to was like, yeah, I, I wanna, I'll do this. And we were lucky we got the, our favorite dude of them all, John. Uh, we didn't know if John would be into it. John heard the demos, is like, yeah, I could do something with this. And we went down and did a record with him, and I knew right away when Mike started tracking drums day one when we first got down to Dallas. Mike, we set up, we, I remember walking in the studio and John's sitting there in a chair, and he's, uh, he just, he looks sort of defeated, and he looks up at me. I'm like, hey, I'm Sean, and it wasn't the moment, it wasn't the meeting I expected. He's, he kind of was like defeated, he's like, hey man, how are you? I mean, the guy take, took four days off in 2012, so, He's like, all right, set up the drums, let's go. Yeah. So I knew from the very first, the few tones that he was down, and I'm like, this is it. This guy, I feel we're in good hands here. You know, as somebody who has seen really the evolution of empires, you know, whether you guys have been doing work, you know, like, like I've talked to you guys on Dynasty Podcast, I've been lucky enough to book you for, for Q101 when it was still around. Um, you know, and I've seen kind of there's there've been these moments like you guys were in the running for this Rolling Stone cover. You guys did the Lollapalooza set, and then I think your set got moved though to a different time because it was rained because Lala is always on the rainiest weekend now. Yeah. So you guys have had, you know, there have been all these moments where it's like it's almost it's that almost thing for empires. Does it feel like you're kind of turning a corner and this is the moment where it's like we've had a lot of practice now we're really here. I can't tell you what I don't know what the future brings for us. I know that creatively we feel great. It feels great creatively. It feels exciting. Um, I have no I I mean I don't know how people are going to react to this. I'm not really thinking about it. I know that live it's been good, but I'm not under any delusion that we're going to put out a record these days and catapult. But I think things feel good. I feel like it's a next step, and it's not a step back and it's not a side step. We've had a lot of side steps, is I think what you're saying. We have. I think every band does. But you guys have worked really hard, and it's like every time that something was almost going to happen, you could look at it from the frame of like, oh, God, it didn't happen. Or you could look at it like, man, at least we went for it. The only thing I want to happen is to be doing this in 20 years from now. Yeah. That's what I want. I, I, like, if, if things go really fast in one direction, a lot of times that, that kind of uh, lays the groundwork for a burnout, and, uh, or lays the foundation for a crumble. You know, I, 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 I think that... I think that things feel like they're at a really good pace at the moment. And I feel as long as, I think more people are gonna start coming to shows. I think people have been, I've seen it. And I think if it's 10 more people on this record, you know, that's awesome. I think it's gonna be more than 10, man. I'm being a little facetious, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know. Well, you know, you talk about wanting to do this in 20 years. You guys have been a band now for seven years. You've been active, you've been putting out music, putting out EPs, albums, touring, all this stuff. 
do you kind of feel, I mean, seven years is a long, it used to be like if a band was around for 20 years, you're like, okay, man, they're going to, they're in it for the long haul, that the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Seven years now in the blog age is a long it is. time. Do you feel seasoned? There's a, yeah. <laughs> Not in like a bad way, but you know what I mean? Like, you're like, hey, we've done this before. We know what's going on. We know what we're doing. I feel like that's a common story with a lot of bands. I mean, even at this festival, a band went on drugs and been doing it forever. And I, and I admire bands like that. I mean, even though they were different projects, I guess, before, like, you know, we wrote a song about it. The song Lifers is about that. It's about, like, just not worrying about any sort of catapulting into the next level, like, this crazy delusional level of rock stardom. I don't think that happens anymore. I think it's, it's about just getting good. And, and not getting good, getting honest with what you're doing. And uh, being, in, I think being inspiring is a big, has a lot to do with it. Not just for other people, but for yourself. If you can keep doing that, I think you can, you can have a career doing this, you know, as an artist. Maybe not financially right away, but all the other payoffs, you know, which I feel like are more important. Well, man, I mean, I'm really happy to be able to sitting here talking to you right now for this because legitimately listening to the record, it is something special. It is really a turning point, in my opinion, for Empires. And I think that this is the definitive statement of everything you guys have been working for, man. So best of luck bringing it out to people. I think it's really going to connect to people in a big way when it hits. So congratulations, man. Dude, thank you. Absolutely. Man, thank you. This has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast. Thanks to Sean Van Vliet of Empires for being on the show this week for Illinois Entertainer. You can find more Dynasty podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descent.